Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I am Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check out our website at arcadiacognorati.com or by following us on Facebook at HBPRA. Please help support the show by checking out our Patreon site, where for just a few dollars you can have access to all kinds of episode extras, videos, and short tutorials that are updated weekly. Just click the link in the episode details that says support the show, and we'll take you directly to that site. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. On today's episode, Greg and I are discussing the recent case of Ahmad Arbery, who was shot and killed by two men who chased after him because they thought he was breaking into a home. Unlike most discussions about this case, we chose to stick to a legal framework to analyze what occurred. If you'd like more information, please check out the links in the episode details. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, Greg, uh, we will go ahead and get started for today. Uh, This is the first time we will also be live streaming to Facebook whether or not people are going to be watching or chiming in. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, We're still recording this like a normal pod. For anyone who's listening to this, we kind of going to do this sometimes every once in a while if you're following us on Facebook is live stream it. But today, uh, not our typical Friday uh, topic, I guess. Today, we're going to be talking about obviously something that's been in the news a lot is the the killing, uh, the homicide of Ahmad Arbery uh, down in Georgia, down in Brunswick, Georgia, that uh, took place a couple months ago, but kind of just came to light here uh, in in uh, the last last week or so. So, Greg, did you want to go over something before we jump into the, yeah, the yeah. case? Yeah, R- and- R- real quick. Obviously, uh, because we're live, thanks everybody for tuning in. It's great to see you. So when I had to go to town today, these are the masks that I made. This one's red if you don't have color. And if you're not watching on video, hold me. I'm holding up a COVID mask red that I made. Uh, remember, everyone deployed. Uh, it's also National Police Week, and today's devoted to the memory of current uh, and former uh, coppers that served uh, nationally, and uh, specifically those that died. And just a shout out to to Marin. Marin's show does a great job with it. Uh, we don't prepare uh, specifically for the Friday broadcast. So until he sent the invite and said, hey, this is the caper we're going to talk about. So I have no preconceived notions of the case. We didn't study up on the case. Brian will review it, and then we'll just dive right in. So here's, here's, uh, I'm just going to go over the basic facts of the case for anyone who isn't familiar with it, but, but basically what you had is back on February 23rd in Brunswick, Georgia, Ahmad Arbery, a uh, 25 year old guy, um, is walking around the neighborhood, um, is basically seen by a couple other individuals, Gregory McMichael and his son, Travis McMichael. Uh, they see him coming in and out of a home that is under construction. So an unoccupied home. Uh, they think that he, they believe that he is attempting to rob the place. Uh, so he leaves, uh, Mr. Arbery leaves. And what, uh, I kind of want to read it from the actual report here is what Gregory McMichael uh, and his son, uh, basically began to pursue him. And they said he was what they call hauling ass down the street. And then a third man guy by the name of William Bryant, uh, also followed along in his vehicle and tried to block him, uh, Mr. Arbery, during the pursuit as well. So basically, Gregory McMichael told the police he thought Arbery was a burglar who had recently been targeting the neighborhood. Uh, he, McMichael told police that they were uh, when they caught up with Mr. Arbery that he attacked 
Travis McMichael, the guy who showed up with a gun. Uh, and then Travis then fired his weapon in self-defense. So basically what happened is Mr. Arbery is chased by these men. Uh, they attempt to detain him. They attempt to arrest him, right? And then um, in this ensuing scuffle, uh, Mr. Arbery is shot and fatally killed. Uh, those are the basic details of the case. So now there's a lot more that happened after that in terms of why it wasn't immediately prosecuted, why were they weren't arrested and everything. And there's a lot that goes into it. We, we, we will probably get into some of that. But I want to just stick with, with what just happened right there, Greg, and how we articulate that. And I kind of want to be clear on this too. And I'll go first on, on where I stand based uh, reading the facts of the case and the police report that I could get to. It, it's always hard when it's a big national story because you got to filter through all the crap that's just click and paste that every, every news agency does. Usually when they're we're not as well-known stories, it's actually easier sometimes to filter through that. But, but just sticking with, with what happened, uh, I would say that uh, one, the two gentlemen that killed Mr. Arbery uh, had absolutely no right to chase him to, um, impede his travel to detain him or arrest him. They had no right to do that, whether or not Mr. Arbery did in fact commit a crime. Um, and they clearly, I would say, are at fault for what happened and should be prosecuted for homicide. That's where I would stand on this, just reading the facts of the case, right? Just going off of what I saw, that their actions um, were illegal and Mr. Arbery was likely um, defending himself from, from what he thought was some type of attack. But maybe that might not be as clear as it is to me as it is to some people. I don't know. There's a lot of different opinions going around. Uh, this is where a lot of people like to inflate the case and, and highlight it as, as whatever issue they're trying to push. So I'd kind of like to throw to you first, Greg, and then we'll kind of go through the story as it, as the conversation evolves, if that works. Yeah. So, um, I got a prop, uh, and, uh, the prop that I'm going to try out for the very first time, uh, and, and I, I certainly, uh, Hope that it it uh, illustrates my my part in the case, and uh, what it is is that this is the this is the hat that I'm going to wear when a story smells so bad that it's shit, and that anybody that touches it uh, is going to get shit on their hand and need to wash their hands. So uh, uh, enough with the uh, uh, dramatics. And uh, you have no idea how hard I had to find that guy darn prop because I couldn't find a clown makeup in time. With the red flipping nose, Brian. Um, so first off, I love the hat. I think that can be Thank used you. in a number of situations and capers. Maybe we'll... Oh, that I touch. Yeah. yeah. that That's going to be a recurring theme. You should keep that near the computer because I think during Got certain... Dur during when we come up with certain questions that we know yep. are completely ridiculous and someone's being a complete yep. ass, maybe you can Just hold it up. put that on. Marion, you're spot and go, on. Let so, me answer the question. So so anyway... So you know, I'm a lot like I'm a lot like Peter Griffin, right? So yeah. yeah more than people realize. Thank you. So instead of hungry, hungry hippo today, uh, I'm angry, angry Homer uh, Simpson or angry, angry Peter Griffin. Uh, and what grinds my gears, Brian, is I want to back up to what you said. You used facts just a minute ago. But when you were telling the, the, the story that was going on, you never used the word facts. You didn't say this is the facts of the case. You said this is what's being reported. And then you used some other. Well, uh, I, I try to get what was in the police report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, is being reported. Okay. I want to I want to straighten out just one word of lexicon. Okay? If we change the story to the story that mainstream that uh Mr. Arbery was jogging, 
Okay. The difference between jogging and walking and running is huge and changes right. the entire dynamic of the case. That's one. Number two, the fact of the matter that one of the guys was a former copper with 20 years and knew the defendant or a prosecutor or was this or that is inadmissible to the fact that this was a home site being built and therefore it was a property crime. And if Mr. Arbery was committing a crime, if he was committing any crime, if he was committing flippant trespassing, it's not a death sentence. We are a nation of laws and there is no way that you can take this quantum leap of logic, even if he was a burglar, that was prior convicted of burglary, that was stealing on that day, it's not a death sentence. We have a thing in this country called due process, and people should be ashamed at what they're thinking, saying, and writing right now, because here, Mr. Arbery was not given due process, and he died because of the actions of another. That's that's my starting volley, Brian. Yeah, and that's a good point. I think that, and that's why I said what I did starting off. So just so anyone, you know, right off the bat knew what, what angle I'm coming from in this, uh, uh, because it's important to, uh, to, to understand that going forward and what we're going to talk about, because you, you hit on what, what people, some people discuss as, oh, he had a past, uh, you know, criminal record. He had this, he had, which, which everyone thinks pertains to the case, but it, but it doesn't, it's, it's like, it, you know, I, I, I mean, uh, there's a there's a, a ton of different examples of this, but but that had nothing to do with with, with what happened in the situation. You just have to look at uh, what what occurred in this situation, and, and that's why I kind of stuck with well, what not just what, what's been proven. Like we know, Mr. Arbery walked into this house because it was a there's there's a film of him doing that. There's a recording of him doing that. Uh, so at most, uh, <laughs> he was trespassing at most, right uh, during that because because nothing else occurred. So. And, and we don't even know that because yeah. we don't know if if a landscape architect recently said, yeah, if you want to pick up some of those right, two right, by fours, right. anything under six inches, we ain't going to use anyway. We yes. don't know that. We don't, we don't know it yet. But, but, we are supposing certain things, right? Right. But, but, but again, quantum leap of logic. I'm with you, Brian. I'm not but, disagreeing. No, no, no. no. That, and that's a that's a perfect point because you don't know why he was in there, what he was doing, or maybe he it, it had same thing. We hey, we're going to need a laborer to come clean up, uh, go check out the house or whatever or something. You have no idea. Maybe you wanted saying, to buy a house. Yeah. Maybe you wanted to check the floor plan <laughs> of the house when it was for sale. So so no matter what was going on there uh at no point so so here's the thing so let's fast forward to or let's go to the point where these these gentlemen whether or not they had knew him from previous or knew anything about him or, didn't or had know nefarious him, intent yeah, and they started so, or not i saw, agree with that saw him and said hey we think this is going on so we we think this guy's robbing the place so so right there they then Attempted get your gun to, and get yep. into a vehicle. That's started, the first thing you do, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's they started pursuing him. So so I want to stop right there and say, what what's wrong with this picture already? Before we so, even get to what occurred, I got more props. Because so, here's the thing, Greg. I'm say I'm sitting at my house. Uh, I walk out on my porch and I look over and I see a person I don't know or I do know uh, walking away or jogging away from a home down the street. Um, what do I now have the right to? grab my guns, get in the truck and go after them. Like what, what, what is it? you're holding? Here two are phones. my props you're holding two so for those people, not one, okay. but two. So, you know, I'm scared of everything, Marin. Terrified. You know that I walk around with my cell phone, the shoe phone, and I dial nine and one and my thumb is hovering over the other one all day long. I don't care if you like police or hate police. I don't care 
if you had a good time with them or a bad time with them in the past. I don't care if you've been pulled over and because you got your sister-in-law got a DUI, you hate cops. I don't care. But escalating this situation by any means other than being a really good witness. Right. Brian, if somebody's coming in my house, we got a whole new deck, a whole new hand that was dealt to us. We're talking about you made the uh, assumption, uh, the observation that you're looking off your deck and you see somebody leaving a situation in a high speed on foot. So for whatever reason, your attention is drawn to this person because you're perif and you see vision and motion. And, and so now you go, hey, I wonder if that person committed a crime. Maybe you hear a car alarm. Maybe you heard somebody scream. Maybe you heard glass break. I don't care. But I don't want to conflate the case. But if you're suspicious at all, okay, maybe you arm yourself in your house and go into your bathroom and grab the phone. That's okay. Yeah, you got every right to do that. But grabbing your gun and going outside of your domicile, outside of your residence, outside of the, 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 the confines of your compound is ridiculous. One, okay, that's not defense. That's an offensive strategy. The second thing is, if you were chasing me, I don't care what I just did. I don't care if I littered and I felt it was wrong and so I ran from it. If you're chasing me with two other guys in a vehicle and I see a long gun, which is in the record, Brian, one, yeah, one of the weapons was, was the, a yeah. shotgun, right? So, so, so if I see that, what would a reasonable person do in those circumstances? I'd, I'd run my ass off. I would. And I got yeah, a big ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly. No, Let, no. Let's and, put that on the record as well. No. And then that's, and, and so let's just go right into it there because then what people are going to say or pe what people are saying. So the idea is on their defense. We're, we're now on the, uh, the fishing channel. Folks, <laughs> yeah. With Bubba so, Marin. So, but, but here, here's the thing is that what, what people say is they are going to, you know, cause this is what one of the district attorneys who was recused from the case or stepped down said, you know, there's, they do have some legal ground to stand on, which I would vehemently Time disagree out. with. I would vehemently disagree with. Right. Cause what, exactly. what they said is, you know, there's, all right. So there's a citizen arrest law, right? There's a few different ones. Cause they're saying the, uh, what, what the DA said after stepping down is said, uh, the father and son had solid firsthand probable cause as civilians to detain him. Uh, they apparently sought only to stop and hold this criminal suspect until law enforcement arrived. Then he brought up Arbery's mental health records and prior convictions, which means nothing. McMichael uh, was allowed to use deadly force to protect himself. And Arbery may, may have shot himself while fighting for the shotgun. So, so, so first this of is, all, yeah, it's, it's junk. That's, that's, no, that's no, like, no, what I'm saying, Brian, is this is a, actually a good defensive strategy. Uh, uh, and remember we're calling defense now because these guys have been arrested for a homicide next time folks that you're in trouble. This is a joke. Don't do it. Next time that you're in trouble, take a, an unloaded gun and throw it to a person. And when they catch it, you kill them and say, Oh yeah, they escalated the situation beyond my means. The, it, it, Brian, what, what, okay. First of all, Let's go back to a law called stand your ground that applies in, in the state of Georgia. Well, this what's that, what's that first word? The first word yeah, is stand. Yeah. yeah. So, so driving to a scene, moving from Auto a location. It's that. Right. Okay. So then but, the second part is detaining. Okay. So let's put this in the, the, the context of a shoplifter. You're in Walmart. You see somebody shoplifting goods. They, they take something from a store shelf. They attempt to conceal it. You, you think that they're going to try to go outside of the store. Okay. No matter if it's a pair of tennis shoes or if it's a clock radio or if it's a flipping plasma TV, don't know how you'd conceal it. If you say, stop, citizens arrest, you can't go any further. And the person continues walking. 
your level of force, if any, is applicable, which almost never is, your level of force to stop the person might be standing in front of them, blocking their path. Might be while the security is coming, dialing 911. If the security guard is in a fight for their life and it's a felony and you jump in and assist them, that's okay. You're not act, acting as an agent of police. You're acting as a concerned citizen to make sure things don't get out of control. Brian, none of those occurred. None of those occurred. They showed up with guns. The guy fought back for his life and then they killed him. As, I, as I, anyone would. But, but, and, and here's the thing. Uh, so, because I, I looked into um, Georgia's, you know, citizen arrest law, right? And, and what it says is, you know, a private person, so a citizen may arrest an offender if the, if the offense is committed in his presence or within his immediate knowledge. Uh, that's what the law says. And then it says, if the offense is a felony and the offender is escaping or attempting to escape, a private person may arrest him upon reasonable and probable grounds of suspicion. So, so th this gets into a whole whole another area, but but I wanted to look it up because this is from Georgia, right? This is citizen, and when they cover citizens' arrest, they say, as a private citizen, you have no authority to arrest anyone with a, uh, without a warrant or with a warrant. Without a warrant, you may arrest anyone who commits a misdemeanor felony presence with immediate knowledge. So uh, it, it says, because it goes on to explain it just a little bit, right? A citizen's arrest occurs when a citizen prevents a suspect from leaving a scene. So, so that's what you, which is your perfect example of a shoplifting, right? So shoplifting is a perfect one. So if I'm the owner of a store and someone tries to steal something, I can, I can legally detain them. If I saw them steal something, I can, I can not let them leave the, 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 right. uh, the store, right? I can but, do but, that. But why are those, and, and, and I, I hate to interrupt you on this, Brian, and I'm only getting passionate because I don't want to, to throw a red herring out there. Why were those laws designed and when? With all of with, the yes. motion capture and closed caption television and crime scene forensics and all and, that other stuff. And better you communication, have to remember, and yes, yes. faster response, response time response now. Time. This all predates that, right? But, but it's still a law, so we right. have to respect it. Yeah. But the law was that, look, it's likely if this person leaves, I'll never find them again. It's likely if this person leaves, they'll destroy evidence and, and, and muck up the, the subsequent prosecution. We don't have that situation. And, and I want to touch on something you said. I, uh, uh, rarely do Brian and I disagree, folks. Ha! Uh, we disagree on everything. Uh, but the idea is that, that generally we're all in the same uh, uh, arena, to use uh, Andy's word. Uh, but uh, uh, we're fighting uh, under different auspices. And I'll give you this example. So when we take a look at the situation uh, uh, and we take a look at the type of crime that was committed and the type of response that was committed to it, what did the people know and what could they have done? And then some people say, hey, this guy had 20 years as a cop, so he knew different things. Okay. Okay. So if I knew this guy was a prior criminal, if I knew he was a deranged, if I knew he was a, a, a mentally uh, uh, incapacitated or had a mental issue or all those other stuff, that's all stuff that would go on reasonable suspicion or probable cause on the yellow pad. But it's all the more reason NAACP, ACLU, call me. I'd love to testify. Uh, uh, and look, if you're a cop and you're right now going, hey, bite me, uh, just like a comment I, I read this morning where somebody came off the top rope and, and slammed somebody else that made a comment, free and open discourse. You have the right to disagree with me, but you might want to grab your constitution before you do. All the more reason, Brian, knowing yeah. that this person had committed previous crimes and might be the right guy, so, 
to call the police and, and, and say, and my son and I have a pair yeah. of binos yeah. and we're watching him. He's westbound on Fifth Street. Well, well, and, so and that, if you go after him, you're asking for trouble. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it things that they're trying to put in as, a, as some sort of defense or, or a reason to explain their actions are more reasons to, to not do what they did, right? Because it has to be right. a prudent person. It has to be a normal, regular person, one of your peers. And when I say normal and I say regular, I'm talking about a legal standard. I'm not trying to draw an opinion on somebody. I, I don't care if you're cross-dressing wino from uh, Kansas. None of that stuff matters. What it is, is if you're human and if you have senses and you sense it, it, that this same thing would happen and another reasonable person would do it, then guess what? It's logical. It's normal. It's going to be reasonable and the court's going to accept it. So all of the things that you put in afterwards, Brian, and that's what I'm seeing here is all, like, like, for example, I recused myself. Johnson recused herself. Why? Because the guy worked at her office for 20 years. What does that mean? Well, that means that she can't be unbiased. So, so therefore, if and, and and remember, folks, I'm coming to this case like 15 minutes before the broadcast. But but Brian, I, I, you said it at the very beginning of the broadcast. This caper started in February. So all of that legal wrangling that happened back there wouldn't have happened on a normal case. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So yeah. all of a sudden, this case has to be extraordinary, or it would have already been uh, there would already been a, a shooting team assigned. There would have already been somebody from this and that, and somebody's going to have you believe that the citizen said justice for this because I know the caper was at the forefront of the news since February. Uh, MSNBC covered it. This, that, the other. You couldn't pass the the, the gosh damn uh, uh, thing without seeing photos and everything else. So why didn't anybody act? Why wasn't there a grand jury? Because they knew this case stunk. They knew that something was wrong with this caper. Yeah. And so they wanted to kind of quietly let a little bit of time and distance go by and, and then get a little bit of water under the bridge before they did anything. Why weren't these guys arrested? Why weren't they fingerprinted? Why weren't they handcuffed? Any other situation and stop with the race. Any other situation with any other people involved in this would have done the same thing. If this was, uh, you remember that, uh, what's that gosh damn Star Trek episode where they went to the planet? And half the people had black on one side and white on the other and white on the other. And it was from Jonathan Swift, the big Indians and the little Indians. Put that mask on. Look at this caper. Take color away. Take everything else away. And now say that it's your son or daughter that for whatever reason went to that house, Brian. And when they came out of the house now, a band of locals, three is a band in my term, chased them down. Brian, it stinks. That stinks. And, and, and I don't care what the mens rea uh, 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 of of our decedent was at the time, he was being chased by three guys in cars with guns. Three guys in a pickup truck with a gun. Holy crap! I would have run. I, I would have run, yeah. and I would have fought if they would have stopped me. Um, no, no, I know, and that it seems so obvious um, to me uh, now. Because, well, I think one, everyone's going to sensationalize a story for different reasons. Uh, there's yeah. a number of reasons, like you explained, why things took so long to take a rest. Part of it, honestly, too, was uh, the the coronavirus pandemic that has everything on lockdown and no one can go anywhere and do like there, there's a reasonable. lot of lo, uh, reasonable lot of, argument. Yeah. Reasons why then it turned into how are we going to handle this case? Hey, I know this guy and this guy, I can't be a part of it. Okay. Well, we got to get someone else like that stuff all takes time. And, and what it is, is, is the same people are since I, I don't, I don't want to get into what everyone's trying to make this into because yeah. I, I don't, I think it, I think it, it, it muddies the waters and takes away from the actual facts of the case and the conversation and unnecessary, right? Right. That's un this, this is a case that is so simple, cut and dry to me that how could anyone not see it for what it is? But I've seen some interesting comments and people talking about it. And one person, I, I, I got to read it to you 
this is another you can put your hat on now because um, we, we talked about some of it said, you know, several dynamics are at work here. Arbery is a criminal pass, uh, which includes being in possession of a firearm illegally. OK, so so if this guy who killed him knew that that that's that's again goes to not why they did it why they shouldn't have gotten involved i think it, it's a better argument for why they shouldn't have, have, have inserted themselves in the situation yep um like michael's investigators involved in that prosecution so meaning he had prior knowledge of subject he can articulate the presence of a threat from prior contact behavior will be a mitigating factor all right this will also play into the hunting or laying in wait aspect of of the prosecutions. I will tell you this. There are people who, if I saw approaching my house, I would shoot on sight. There you go. That's legal. These are people who have made threats against me, have attacked me in the course and scope of my duties. And I want to attack you just by listening to this. I'm not going to prejudge this. You already did. Uh, I think there will be more information to come out on the surface. It does not look like adjustable homicide. Correct. But if I was not there, so I'll withhold my opinion. This is some of the stuff that people withhold my opinion, except for all the shit that you just read that he wrote. Right. Right. And, and, and that's the point is how does it get off the rails? Like it's again, to me, like I said, seems such a cut and and dry uh, case And, and people really like to, uh, muddy the waters. This even comes back to uh, some other, put your hat on for this one, uh, a comment on, on one of these places that I saw. Um, they got into how it's going to play out in, in the trial and all this stuff. But it said, did the McMichaels have probable cause to affect the detention of the suspect? So let's start right there. Did yes. they have probable cause to affect the detention of the suspect? Well, Okay. Well, it's yes and no. And I'll tell you, yes, if certain rules applied, no, if they didn't. We don't know what those rules were because we weren't there. We don't know what the prosecution is withholding. We don't know what the defense is armed with. But if we're talking trespassing with the possibility of maybe a burglary Property that occurred crime, for a jogger, yeah. I'm saying no. Okay. Um, yeah. So they had the right to call. They had the right to follow them at a, at a distance. They had the right to do all of those things, Brian, because they're citizens just like you and me. Right. Right. But and they that, escalated it. Well, here, here's the thing: is that now. Uh, if they would have called police and gotten their cars and followed at a safe distance and yep. reported on his position, I think not only is that within their legal right to do so, but I think that's that they're they're Mr. Arbery be yeah. alive. Yeah, do you know he, what I'm trying to yeah. say, and we could hear his side. We could have him on the broadcast, Brian. We can never have his side of this case because they took it to an extreme. Uh, would you agree with that? At yes. least that. And here's okay. here's the here's the problem again with, and I've seen this before in some of these other comments. The second Arbery defended himself, he was resisting arrest, whether that arrest was illegal or not. That's that's not true. That's you, you have the absolute right to resist an illegal yes. arrest. You have the absolute right. Just like in the military, you have the absolute right to defy an illegal order. Okay? But that's not what we're talking about. So don't be – we used to call him Barrick's lawyer, Brian. The, the <laughs> yeah, I know. And, I'm and, one of those. I was I'll one of those the other prop Corps. that I'm going to have. Yeah, I, I, I've got the other prop. You know that in the front seat of my truck, right in the center console, is the U.S. Constitution. And if you don't know it, then recuse yourself and sit down and shut up because what you're saying is ludicrous. Look, if I was going to set this caper up, Brian, and I wanted to win and I was part of the defense, what I would say is this is tantamount to a modern-day lynching. And everybody would get behind me and they would go, holy shit, it kind of is, right? Now, if I was on the other side of the fence, Brian, I would say I have the absolute right to defend my house and my community against criminals like this, especially this guy that I dug all this stuff up and figured out that one time he may have done these other things. Brian, we're not talking about coming eye to eye with somebody in an alley and looking and going, holy shit, this guy used to have a gun. At, At the previous time I met this guy, I had a fight with him then. 
and this guy's looking like he's trouble and reaching at his waistband. We have none of that. We're trying to create that by typing, uh, 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 dear hustler, uh, I yeah. met a, a guy <laughs> on an elevator. Yeah. Do you see what I'm trying to say? This is a fantasy. What, what, what the evidence shows is clear and concise, and Brian, it can be put into those ice cube trays that we talk about all the time. But the ice cube tray itself is another part of the equation, and whether it's a sunny day or it's a cold or it's in the fridge or it's on the counter, all matters. So you can't sit there and go, I've written, I've, I've read with the journalist report, and therefore I'm going to uh, draw an opinion. That's ludicrous. What we're trying to say is get D to some training, get some facts in the case, do your homework, and if you do, you'll agree with us that this doesn't pass the smell test. Had it passed the smell test, Brian, we would have had a different outcome starting in February. You invoked the coronavirus, which I completely agree with. But these two guys weren't worried about the coronavirus with their neighbor when they jumped in a vehicle and confronted uh, uh, Mr. Arbery, were they? Uh, I, yeah, you no, see what I'm no, trying to exactly. say? So, and I was just bringing it up. In no, no, I, of, I, I, I defend your right long. to bring yeah. that up, and I totally agree with you. And but, I, I think there's stuff behind the scenes that caused the delay. But here, here's but for the, the governor to have to reach down and say this smelled bad. Come on. Oh, I know. And, and, and that goes into, again, uh, you, training and education. Uh, that, that's a big thing. At, exactly. Anywhere. Your um, yeah. But you're going to get what you pay for, especially when it comes to law enforcement or or uh, um, district attorneys, prosecution, yep. everything. So you don't and, wanna... and there's good and bad. And listen, oh, yeah. Brian, I want to I want to wave this. I'm not going to wave any fairy dust, but I'll wave this this magic wand of of reason around. Here's my wand of reason. Uh, people make mistakes. Um, people get overwhelmed. There's a lot of capers that are on their desk. Uh, 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 people take a look at this caper, and, and Mr. Arbery was just another name of uh, uh, what what they were led to believe was a criminal that was doing a crime that that got in a scuffle with a, a couple of peacekeepers, right? So so you don't know what was going on in the mind of those people, so don't presuppose it. But there's good and bad cops, there's good and bad prosecutors, and there's every degree in between. And there's extremists, Brian. There, there, there's extreme views that are out there. What, is the, what does the law say? The law says we've got to try to balance that. And, and the justice is blind that, that it's the same for a poor person or a rich person or, 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 or a green person and, and, and a you know, magenta person. It doesn't flipping so, matter. So, so that, and that's the thing. That's why when people bring up, well, like, they go right, where do they go to? They go right to bang. Oh, this is the yeah. event that occurred right here. No, 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 nope, no, 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 no. That occurred started every, that, look at, that look morning. At, yeah. So, because here's the thing: the the contributing factors in yes. in Mr. Arbery's death were who were the two jackasses that decided to follow him and kill him. They were the proximate now, cause. You're exactly the proximate they cause. Were not only not only the contributing factors, but the proximate cause in his death. So many times, Brian, you and I will break down a case and say, "Hey, listen, you, 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 and your actions led to your homicide." It's not one of those cases. Uh, no. Everything and, that he and, did was reasonable. And, and that's the thing the is point you, of you don't get to have it because then this, this person you can't have it both was, yeah, yeah, the person was trying to argue saying, oh, well, yeah, it, whether the detention or arrest of him by these two individuals legal or not, he's not allowed to. Okay, if you're walking down the street, right, and people uh, try to stop you and they have guns and you don't, and in an ensuing fight, you kill them. That's their fault. You didn't bring a gun to the fight. They did, right? Exactly. I mean, and, and so add add the other side of that coin. God, I wish I had a big old uh, challenge coin. I'd show the other side just for dramatic uh, uh, crap because we got props now, I guess. And and uh, Brian, the, the other thing is it's a property crime. It's a flipping property crime. Kid steals a radio from your car. You come to the torch porch, turn on the porch light. He starts fleeing. You shoot into the night. 
And you're saying, well, that never happens. Well, it happened it two days time. ago. Yeah. And right now it's in the news because the guy shooting said, I didn't do anything wrong. And the kid, they found that at the intersection under the streetlight. For, okay? for a property a crime. Property crime. It's for yeah. a radio. They were stealing stuff out of the car. Uh, um, a person escalated yesterday a situation. And uh, I, this is on a Friday, folks. I do your research and look it up on, a, on the news. I don't remember which site I was on. Uh, a guy had a 16-year-old car. Uh, people came to repo it because COVID problems. The guy couldn't, didn't, pay. couldn't pay. Yeah. Uh, a man in his 40s went out and shot three people. Uh, uh, shot one and shot at uh, uh, with ADW, assault with a deadly weapon, perhaps with the intent to kill. Uh, that'll be later demonstrated by the court to protect his 16-year-old car, which is being repoed, which they mean, repo means they sent you warnings, they told you, they said you. Brian, these capers happen all the time. Folks, stop and think. Give yourself the gift of time and distance. You do not have the right to escalate to a homicide what would be a property crime, even if it's a felony. The shoe would be on the other foot, Brian, if these two and their neighbor, they witnessed Mr. Arbery uh, killed uh, uh, people at, at the schoolyard that were swinging. He was now running with an axe toward the church. Yeah, you see what I'm trying to say? Because now they're preventing him from committing another felony. Exactly. That was on view, meaning they saw it. Even a police officer, even a police officer, a sworn officer under the color of law, may not make an arrest without a warrant. So he has to draft up. After he makes an on-view arrest, he has to write a warrantless affidavit. And he has to go to his supervisor who has to go to the ADA and say, I arrested this guy because I saw them. And they'll look at it right then and say, okay, you have enough to book him and process him. You get what I'm saying? So if that's the standard for cops, why would the standard be different for these neighbors that allegedly saw a crime in progress? Well, I, I, it, I, I, I hate question that. And, and that's the thing is that people are going to say, uh, well, you know, they were simply trying to do this and then he escalated. No, no, no. You were the one, you were the proximate cause. You were the one that said, I'm going to go after this person and intervene. Now, everything that happens that you've got your feet, you're, you're partially responsible for that. And, and if I'm running down the street or walking down the street or doing anything down the street and three guys uh, in, in, with guns come out and try to stop me, yeah, I'm fighting for my life because I'm fearing for my life, right? So, so you you can't have it both ways. Then when they say, you know, oh, I have an inherent right to defend myself. Well, Again, the right quantum to, leap of logic. We, we we have this pendulous answer, and wherever you come down on it, Brian, I'm going to come down somewhere else, and and, and I'm going to argue every one of the points that you've got. Now you can't do that. That's not look. The, 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 there's the spirit of the law and the letter of the law, but that argument itself is flawed. What that doesn't mean is you get to decide. That means it's got to go up through the Court of Appeals to, to the Supreme Court, who will be the arbiter of facts and decide that, yes, this is the right thing. Sorry, I'm still at the office here. I apologize. So, that. so he and he because here's the other thing, too, with I and I want this to be clear, because I saw a lot of comments all over the place about people wanting to intervene and do stuff is one, one. You, you, you likely have no right to do so. So stop and pick up your phone. That's what you pay exactly. taxes for. We talk about that all the time. Right. But two, here's the other thing. Cause I found this when I was looking uh, up some of the, the different standard ground laws in the Georgia state law. Cause you got to remember they, they change from state to state and, and even sometimes cities uh, or counties will have their own uh, uh, different ordinances. But the, there was a council a uh, city council member in Gary, Indiana, Greg, that grabbed the kid because he thought it was the kid who stole his car two days prior. 
Guess what? It wasn't. Guess who got charged with kidnapping? That city council member, because that's what they did. So, so you don't get to take the law into your own hands. You have an inherent right to defend yourself, always, always. So, but so, you said so it right here, there, but, but I want to reiterate. because No, you said I want you to. I want you to. You said stand your ground law. You said it right there. Stand. Yep. I don't have to run away. I don't have to. That's all fine. But that doesn't mean I get to chase someone down and say, hey, you did something bad. I'm going to get you, unless there's some type of immediate, immediate threat to exactly. That community. So how do how do homicides uh, uh, come from road rage? So oh, yeah, somebody right, cuts yeah. me off. I'm pissed now that I got cut off. So I'm going to chase you down, risking everybody and my own safety, which you have no right to do whatsoever. And somebody's going to say, "Well, I can accelerate to get the license plate. Show me. Show me where the law says that you're you're allowed to." That's horseshit. Okay, you give the best description. Be the best witness you can. Uh, pull off the road, drive to the closest police station. If you got a geo tracker, use that to find the state police or whatever that's in your jurisdiction, because every move that you make after that is going to to unjustly put other people in the trick bag, Brian. So uh, now uh, you witness that shoplifting, and all of a sudden uh, uh, you see the property crime. You try to stop the guy. You even grab out and you grab his sleep, and he pulls away. And he starts running for the front door. Now you got to think if he runs out and gets hit by a car, dude, you're in the trick bag. You get what I'm trying to say? If he turns around with a, a box cutter and hits you in a jugular and says Yahtzee, you're in the trick bag. So you constantly have to, to mitigate risk by measuring uh, uh, the cost-benefit analysis of your actions. Anytime you get one person that goes, damn, I should follow that guy. What do you think happens when they now grab a gun? So yeah, you see oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like that, that barometer, Brian, that, that thermometer going up? Now, hey, my kid's with me. Now, a neighbor, Jim, what's up? Where are you guys headed with that gun? You know, whatever the guy's name is, it wasn't Jim. And they all jump in. Do you see what's happening, Brian? Now that, that catecholamine cocktail, now all of a sudden the adrenal cortex is pumping, the epinephrine's going all the And we're convinced now, whoop, tunnel vision is occurring. We're convinced now that this is the do or die, that this is the draw on the line of the sand, that we've got to take some action. People do it all the time. People get the happy head. The next thing that they do is they can't come off the gas and somebody lays dead. Mr. Arbery had the absolute right to defend himself and defend his actions in a court of law. Do you get what I'm trying to say? If he was a, a flipping criminal, uh, uh, Title 1983, uh, Section 42 of the U.S. Code, he had the absolute right to defend himself in civil court if he was wrong. But these people took Mr. Arbery's civil rights away from him when they killed him. You can't kill somebody for a property crime. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, it, I think people are very confused on the law, um, especially I, I see a lot of people who say read the Constitution and, and none of this is They've in never there. read it's, it. Yeah, it's well, it, it is. But you have to articulate it through other cases or examples that have been decided and yep. are, are, are now statute and are now uh, what you case know, law. So, exactly. It, that's but, why they but, call it case law. It, because because here's the thing, I because. Like me, I'm I'm all for that the whole idea of the the stand your ground law or the castle doctrine, which people want to call. You're in your house. Different, you're in your house, Defending and someone comes in there. It's a like you just said. Hey, you got dealt this card. You didn't deal those cards. Yep. You didn't put your finger on the scale. You didn't go out. Someone came to you. You have the inherent right to do whatever you feel that level of force is necessary. Now, there's laws restricting if they start taking off running. You can't chase them. You can't shoot that guy. That if they leave leaving. the curtilage, if they leave the curtilage of your dwelling, if they if they leave uh, 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 your car in the driveway and try to run all that other stuff, go back in the house, lock your door, wait in a bathroom, uh, sit in the tub, a nice defensive posture with your phone on and your flashlight, and legally defend your family from that safe room. 
Okay, that's smart thinking. And, and somebody's going to say, well, I, I don't have to retreat in my own home. No, but it's a really good strategy. Yeah, it's a good strategy, and, 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 you know, every time we were in a combat zone, Brian, every time that we were uh, dealing with coppers on the street where, where lives hang, hang in the balance, you and I always tell them when the stakes get too high, put it in R on the perndle and back out of there. Uh, we told them don't be afraid to, to haul ass out of a situation because you'll be alive and you'll be able to get warrants and go after the person. And what do we hear all the time? We hear that tombstone courage. Well, I, I don't have any duty to retreat. Yeah. But there's a lot of uh, uh, Silver Star winners and, and Medal of Honor winners that would have been alive if they would have taken a step right. back. And right now, that's insulting somebody's memory because they're saying, well, you know, he died for all these other people. A lot of times you don't have to. Yeah. A lot of times there's other things you can do. And praise God for those heroes, Brian. But what we had here is we had citizens that took the law into their own hands. And that's clearly defined that you do not have the right to do that. And they infringed on the civil rights of another citizen that even if he was guilty, even if he was guilty of that crime, they had no that's, right to that's a, that kind of that kind of summarizes the central kind of theme that I see in a lot of these comments and that people want to bring up what he did or who he was or this issue yep. or that issue. And and I, I don't know. I just think it's maybe just an, a little bit of an ignorance. And I don't use that term in a negative fashion, right? Like there's a lot of things I'm very ignorant of and that's okay. But, you know, but meaning I, I go to someone for advice or expertise, right? So I think it's a little bit of an ignorance of the law. Yeah, exactly. Ignorance of the law uh, because because you know they they say well he had this and this was going on and he knew him from previous yeah. and it doesn't change the circumstances the nope. circumstances well, that led you to remember this, the right? gun that, like, remember the gun they found on mr arbery what was the caliber of that gun yeah, exactly there wasn't one what, 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 what was that stick that he was swinging at them guys it, yeah it wasn't happening and, but and remember and, that and, knife he had exactly. when they pulled that gun it, it, the, the, and that, the defense rests, Your Honor. That's the thing here is that, you know, a lot of people then say, well, I have this right to do this. And so I should be able to stop him or do that. Look, man, like if I see someone committing a crime, unless they're, you know, someone's beating the crap out of some other human being or killing them in front of me, I'm going to stand back and I'm going to get on my phone and I'm going to eat the popcorn and I'm going to call the police and go, wow, this guy's really, uh, he's really raiding that television out of that house right now. It's yeah, not look, my he's going back for the phone. Oh no, he's still here. He's loading up the van right now. Like yeah. they, there, there's no, there's no need for you to insert your system. Cause I, I want it to be clear is that once you once you involve yourself in the situation, meaning you now made a decision, right? That's different than any someone, decision. Someone yes, coming I totally into, agree. Someone coming into your house, you didn't get to decide that. You have to rip that. So, so that the responsibility is on that person. But once you decide Precisely. to insert yourself in that situation, no matter what it is, once you decide to take action beyond what you're legally allowed to do, or or even just just contribute to the situation, you now are a contributing factor of every spiral that occurs from this. Everything. So. So even even if they let's say let's say Greg because let's say it didn't even escalate to this let's say they were chasing him in their vehicle and then he jumped in a vehicle and now he's running from them and there's a vehicle pursuit and Mr. Arbery now is scared because people are chasing him uh, goes through an intersection and hits a minivan and kills a whole family those people chasing him proximate cause are the proximate cause of that you're exactly they right. are just as responsible as he is. And, and I, so, I don't, so let I, me ask you a question. You're, you're, you're a subject matter expert in many fields. Uh, you're highly in demand to, to speak and teach and do all this uh, incredible stuff in the realm of human behavior and human performance. So let me ask you a couple of questions. One, uh, you're at a red light and all of a sudden somebody yanks your unlocked door open in your car, sticks a gun in your face and says, get out of the car. I'm stealing your car. What do you do? Yeah, it's yours, buddy. Yeah, here. Let me adjust the floor mat. <laughs> Let me know. Uh, so uh, 
I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the, the, I'm gonna get an even better roof rack on that insurance claim because I'm. You you're know, stepping like, out of the theater uh, yeah. uh, uh, where you've just watched, uh, uh, you know, whatever shitty requiem for a uh, requiem for Greg's hat uh, documentary, and uh, you're with your wife and your lovely daughter, and somebody sticks a, a gun in your face and says, "Give up the cheese." Here's what flavor of cheese do you want? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Now, somebody right now is taking umbrage to that because their TV show teaches you how to uh, take your Gun take away. platform uh, from your Suburban after you've done a 360 power slide backward. Look, if the best trained people in the world get killed on the road enforcing the laws, you need to take a giant, giant step backwards and look at the big picture and say, it's only money. It's only pro look. Somebody's trying to kill or or, or harm uh, CEO of our company. My, well, first of all, that would be yeah. No, good luck. Say, Come Best get some. I should luck. say. I'm gonna but, sit uh, back and watch that one. But I <laughs> would I would definitely buy pop. No, I would uh, buy popcorn. <laughs> buy popcorn. I would definitely <laughs> jump in and try to defend a choking baby, a down copper, something like that. But Brian, there are certain situations where you just by your mere presence can escalate it. And oh yeah. We're, we're the king and queen of de-escalation. I'll be the queen on this. But, we're, you know, Thanks. that's what we want to do all the time. Uh, uh, so why would this case be any different? And I got I to gotta tell you a perspective, Brian. It, it, can, you, can you indulge me for yeah. just a minute? So there's a, a, a couple of coppers, and they're bad coppers. And, and uh, uh, they're working for an agency where the coppers rotate from on the road to being in dispatch. And then from dispatch, they go to the jail. From the jail, they go to the front desk. And they have to do this routinely. So that keeps them in touch with the community. They have to work all aspects of it. But these coppers, they start you know, saying, hey, I'll volunteer for this jail duty. And after a while, a couple of citizen complaints come up. And the citizen complaints come uh, mainly from a DUI arrest, a drunk driving arrest, where the people said, I was sure I had more in my wallet. I was sure that I had my Rolodex. I was sure that I had these things. So now it starts setting a pattern. So we're human behavior, pattern recognition, and then the analysis. So what happens is somebody comes to a HBPRA and an A expert and says, hey, what would you do in this situation? Because now we've got this ring that's missing and it's worth a lot of money. And uh, we think that it's uh, with this, uh, you know, with these bad coppers. And, and so the lawyer says, what would you like to do? So the idea is, okay, what's the room set up like in the booking area and everything else? Do me a favor. When these guys are off duty, go in there and scour everything. Make sure there's no way that that damn ring fell down below, behind something. It's stuck to the desk. They took out all of the, the property cages and the drawers and everything else. They made a production. They videotaped the entire thing under good counsel. And guess what, Brian? There was no ring there. Okay. They put everything back exactly as it was. And the next night that these two coppers were working together, they came up and said, here's the booking photo that shows the ring. We think you stole the ring. And before we execute the search warrant at your houses and go and find the ring and look at your bank accounts, we want to ask you, did you do it? Both coppers said the same thing. I said, no, we didn't do it. But if you let us look for it, maybe we could find it. Yeah, here we now go. Remember what we know yep. already, Brian. Yep. Remember what we know that already happened. Yeah. And those coppers went in, and a couple of minutes later, they came oh, out of go. the property room and said, here, it was behind a chair. I don't care that they stole the ring. I don't care what the ring was worth. And I don't care that they wronged this poor DUI for self-gain. When they were caught, they complicated the crime by lying about it. They, they lied about the entire procedure. So, and I'm not saying I don't care, Brian. What I'm yeah, saying- No, I know what you mean by that. When they were caught. Now, these two guys- 
they never acknowledge like there was a big story a, a couple of days ago about the you know how long it's waiting to justice for this and that how come these two guys didn't sit there with the investigator and said man uh what's the uh defense the ron, ron burgundy defense well that got out of hand that, right that quick. escalated you quickly what I'm yeah to say? My thing was it it resulted in the death of this person. It escalated to a level that it shouldn't have been. I would have been the first person to say, listen, uh, the the situation got the best of me. Next thing I know, we were out there. Probably shouldn't have been there. Uh, I, I see my son in peril. I didn't know what else to do. I certainly didn't want this guy to get the gun. So so I had to shoot him. You see what I'm trying to say? Why didn't that story come out? That's what I'm trying to get at with the cop story. When you're caught, Brian, you got to come up and you got to go. I'm caught. Mia that culpa. would stop pursuits. That well, would stop all these other things. That we Just we take we, your lumps. We've we've talked about that in a number. You know. You know, in a number of different ways, we've de- described the yep. same thing, and some of that I even said with the whole pursuit thing. Well, why don't why don't we make fleeing from the police uh, the like the the most punishable crime? Exactly. Uh, so, meaning that would incentivize you to stop, and and if you go, hey, if you admit to everything that you have on you, your sentence is reduced, right? Because that would. That would that would count. It would be a way to go. You're I mean, incentivizing I, now, the criminal to do what's best. I, I understand, even though he's a criminal. Yeah, I, I totally understand agree. that's not that's not perfect, and that won't always yep. work. But but the idea yep. is, hey man, do 18 months or get in a police pursuit and maybe kill a bunch of people and go the right. You know what I mean? It's like well, it's it's if you change it a little bit. But but on this, there there's there's a number of different you know. It, People want to make the turn this message into something that it isn't or make a case out of right. something that that really isn't right. Um, coattails, the coattails theory. I'm going to jump on this caper, and, and, right which is started. horrible because here's what else I saw when I was looking up the case, because there's so much out there on it, is that a lot of the folks in the area who live in that area at first, because what they hear, they heard their sto- they heard a story. And they were supporting these two jackasses that chased after Mr. Arbery and saying, hey, well, there's other side of the you didn't hear the other side. And you don't know what happened. And then once everything came to light, they all did what? A lot of those people. Guess what they did? Oh, shit. My bad. See, ya. I have no yep. idea. Wow. This is very clear cut. And are apologizing, saying, hey, I said this. I'm stepping sorry. up. I didn't know. Their lumps. But but that's the thing is that we, we want to turn this now into because because it, it's like now we want to turn this into look at everyone in that area if you're from that area you're a bad person and you're a racist and you're I'm afraid this. to go in that area because if I jog you'll kill me but Come what on. what is that what does that do to the to the it dumbs to us the, all down it dumbs it us down it indumbens Americans and, and and I don't think then we get the actual and Mr. Arbery can can you know whose life was taken from him completely illegally and and way too soon uh for for no legitimate Absolutely. reason what what is his memory now we're, we're gonna, so, so we're gonna tarnish it as, me this. as this as this shitty town Even, with shitty people and shitty exactly. prosecutors and shitty cops you're, you're spot on you're spot on brian because that's you're, the problem you're it, spot on and, and let me ask you this brian you just said it this is a young guy okay so uh he burglarized that house uh mr arbery stole items from that house he fled the scene from the house and fought with those guys, everything else. What's the max sentence he's going to get? Then he's going not even going to get parole, Brian. He's going to get probation. He's going to get restitution. Do you get what I'm trying to say? He's going to have to pay. And he's going to be back on the road loving his kids and his wife and his mother or whoever he's got because I don't know Mr. Arbery, and I'm sorry for that. But the idea is that they stopped all of that. They ceased due process. They didn't give him his legal uh, 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 right to stand in his own defense and face his accuser, they, they deprived of him all that, of all that. And, and the U.S. Supreme Court and the Congress and the Senate and everybody else, 
they can't even put somebody to, how long on death road does somebody linger brian before they pull the switch on something because there's appeals my heartburn with this case and the reason that i i called shit from the very beginning on this case brian is the fact that this guy uh, uh mr arbery uh, was not given his rights, criminal or not, crackhead, methhead, fighter, rent, jogger, a model citizen. It does not matter because justice is supposed to be blind and we're all supposed to get our day in court. And he didn't. And that's wrong. And, and I feel really, uh, feel really bad about this caper because it's emblematic of exactly what you said, other capers in the United States where uh, for whatever reason, people try to uh, 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 insinuate themselves into the process just to make themselves look good, whether you're defense or prosecution, whether you're a home defense thing, you don't let this happen to you or, or something else. Somebody's already going to come out with a commercial for it. And this is justice gone wrong. And Mr. Arbery should be here on this show right now to defend himself. No. And, and that's, that's the thing is that we want to turn this into an example of something else other than what it is, is just something good come out of it. Well, well, maybe. Well, I, I think a better understanding of the law uh, would be better for everyone and, and what you can and cannot do. And, and two, a better look at, at crime. I mean, whether or not, like I, I would just, that's why I go back to, I assume everything that these guys thought about Mr. Arbery was true. Let's just assume it to be true for the purposes of testing a for hypothesis, yep. right? Just, okay, he was in there stealing, he was doing this. Like it, none of their actions are just, are still not justified. None of them, like they're, they're none of them. It's so to me, it's stop right there. It's over. The case is over. Like you're done. Like you, you clearly right. went well beyond. But, but what you're, you're, you're also an expert and understand that the case has to progress through the mm -hmm. system. And, and that the, uh, uh, here, the, the guys that chased down Mr. Arbery won't mention their names. I don't even know their names. Uh, uh, but the idea is they've got rights too. Yes. So, so I will violently protect their rights, even though, opinion-based yes. testimony, I think they're wrong. And I think they, I think they went down a wrong path and I think they, they made mistake after mistake to complicate it, but let them get through the legal system. Uh, folks. Yeah. Uh, 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 I, I do not think that they sat around that day and said, no. And next effing jogger that comes yep. into town, we're nope. going to hey, or we're getting Arbery, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. one way we, or we've the other. We've wanted them for 20 years. You know, uh, you know. It, it's, and, and that, and that's the thing is that good, good point. <sighs> Because this is where it comes in too, like you just brought up. Okay, they have rights as well, yep. and we want to again. We every people fear things that we don't understand, and most people, is judging by comments and articles written by uh, educated journalists, uh, most people don't even understand the law very well. Uh, and, and I thought I didn't. I thought I had a rudimentary understanding of the law until I start reading people's comments, and I go, "Oh wow, I actually know a lot more than." most people right. on here, right? right. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. I was never in law enforcement. Well, I've been on both sides of law enforcement, I guess. If, if <laughs> Meaning in the back seat versus the front seat. <laughs> I've been, I've been, been on both sides, but, but the, the idea is, uh, you, you know, they have rights to, like you said, and then we like to say, oh, well, this is, you know what, this shows, this is a, a much deeper issue than we thought. Yep. And this is systemic uh, racism on the part of the, and then, and then you look at these guys and you read about them and you look at their photos and you're like, you're getting all of that from these two. This is, I, and I don't feel, it's a long I list. Almost feel goes partially, back to this case. I almost feel partially sympathetic for these people, not, not sympathetic for the people that killed them. Just meaning like you, they, they didn't have any intent that day to kill someone or him. Uh, this right. is a, a, a low level of education and training. 
and probably not the best decision making and not the best critical thinking. That's human performance, right? That's that's what they lack. They lack any type of critical thinking ability and totally play agree. the what if game. So so let's take it for that. Uh, uh, maybe the initial people involved with the case at the local, you know, district attorney or whatever said the same thing. If they were coming out defending them, saying, "Hey, no, it's justifiable. It's this." Same thing. That that's what they lacked, right? So 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 that's that's an that's answer to that is not a. This is a systemic uh, uh, problem we have in this country. No, in this area. this is training and education. Training. Right, right. So, so Brian, what would have happened? And, and you're exactly right. That is the central point, the focus of this entire broadcast. Let me ask you this, Brian. If they, without jumping in the truck and chasing down Mr. Arbery, if they would have called 911 and got the dispatch center and said, hey, we grabbed a bunch of guns and we're jumping in our truck. We think we have a burglary suspect running down the street. What would dispatch have told them? Stop. Uh, they would say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Put your stuff, guns yeah. away. The officers are on their way. Give me the description. There's no dispatch console in the world that would have said, you go after them and you stay in touch. Keep your phone. Make sure you take a shotgun, a scatter gun, just in case. So the quantum leaps of logic, folks, you're not, listen, without training, you're going to do exactly what these folks did on both sides. You're, you're going to fight and you're going to run and you're going to shoot and you're going to be unhappy and you're going to be in court. Take the gift of time and distance. Go get yourself some training. It's much cheaper than I don't. Than I, don't I don't even know how I literally did not even just think of this. Um, I have a personal example. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know. How, probably brain damage is why I didn't think of it. But uh, partially from the wreck. But yeah. no, I was uh, sitting at a stoplight uh, here in Carlton. This is a few years ago in my truck, and then literally sitting at the stoplight is probably like eight o'clock at night. It was already fully dark out. It was like winter winter time here. It's not cool or something but i'm just saying it's dark early so it's, it was dark out at eight and then all of a sudden what was the what was the lighting condition like, yeah right here's so, that brain damage coming so, so then all of a sudden literally just bam someone just slams right into the back of my truck and i'm just like you know i get knocked forward and it's like oh crap so i first you know fives and 25 scan my area put the truck in park uh, as soon as I opened the door and take one step out to go back to what happened they were already reversing out and then we're taking off what was my first instinct? I jumped right in my truck and Get I, him. and it was on. So I'm in the truck. I got the Bluetooth going immediately call 911. Right. So I'm calling them explaining what happened. And, and it's this road that is parallels the five. Right. So it's, it's not like a, it's almost like a service road, but it's not, it's a, it, but you're, the five is on one side and then it goes residential on the other. So there's not a lot of cross streets and there's yeah. not a lot of stop right. signs. Right. And so I'm going, I'm like, shit, this guy's flying. So I get on the gas a little bit. I'm trying to keep up and I'm telling them where I'm at and where I'm going and I'm calling it in as I go. And then right in front of me, guess what they did? They all, they barely slowed down and blew right through a four-way intersection. Holy Moses. And that was it right there. I stopped and went, nope. Like this is now, and I, but it, but it took a minute. Don't turn this pursuit yep. into it, a homicide. Now from the time I took off to the time from them was only about a mile or yeah. possibly less before it hit me that I went, oh shit, what am I doing here? I can't chase these guys. Like Give what the if they kill business. someone? I literally went, right. what if they kill someone? What if they kill a family? Like I'm like that, that's coming. That's on me then. So I had to stop. I went back to the gas station that was right next to where I got hit and waited, waited for the police. But, but same thing. Like I, it, it took me that minute to go, no, this is a really, really bad idea. Cause our first natural instinct is get them right. I got this, but, and that would, but, but, that too was also someone hit me in my vehicle sitting there. Uh, they didn't hit another car exactly. and take off running. I, I don't know if I would have chased so, them right away, you know? So opposite side of that, I, I'm up at Roseville and there's a, a, a place in Roseville, uh, Michigan that was known for underage 
service and and i was i made mistakes as a youth and so cops are raiding the joint and the cops are chasing me so i'm going through backyards after about the third fence and backyard i hit a clothesline uh kids out there you don't know what a clothesline is do your research <laughs> go go study your history uh clothesline completely just clotheslined me and like a linebacker took me out of the game my feet came up i remember seeing my shoelaces and i was down and out in beverly hills uh coppers kept chasing everybody never found me i woke up probably 15 18 minutes later with locked jaw and uh, yeah. all, all messed up because i was you know second year in high school and uh for the remainder of that month while i was hurting i blamed the cops and finally my dad sat down and goes i'm gonna beat you uh but before i do i want to make sure you understand why you were the proximate cause of everything that happened that night. You made those choices that spun out of control. It's your fault that you got in those situations. Brian, I would have never considered it that way. Uh, and I got the beating of my life. You know, my dad, uh, 1st Marine Division, Raider Battalion, doing the, you know, Clarice uh, Starling. Uh, but the idea was that, Brian, he straightened me out on it. He straightened me out that, wait a minute, sometimes, you know, your safety and security is your responsibility. So even if we went by that, back to the Arbery case, what right did they have to intervene on the behalf of another homeowner uh, to do anything more than be the best witnesses that they could. The cops in your neighborhood are great. Do a ride along, ask them the questions, go to your prosecutor's office, hold people accountable. But for the love of God, get out there and study, get some training so well, that you'll what, at least have an informed opinion. But, but then what is it? And, why, and then why do people want to, why do people want to do that too? Like the one comment I read about the guy's like, Oh, I know if there's someone shows up in my place, I'm going to shoot them. No questions asked. Or if this because happens, that's, or, Brian, or, it's or, a or, primitive but, instinct. Yeah. But here's what, the thing. How can you even make the argument that, well, you know, if they tried to detain him, whether that detention was legal or not, and then uh, he got their weapon, they were so probably bravado. They were they were in fear for their life. Now they have the inherent right to defend themselves. Brian, they're going like you're playing Brian, like it's the poop, the poop. And confirmation the bias comes out, and confirmation bias says, "Stop! Look! Listen! Uh, uh, you got to give yourself the gift of time and distance on this one, Marin, because I'm telling you, in the moment, you're all amped up. And look." Every single thing that's happened in your life to the most extreme, your neighbor, uh, 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 you know, uh, broke into your chicken coop, your daughter or son attempted suicide, this happened, that happened. Time heals all wounds. And even though you'll remember that for the rest of your life, I'm telling you that if these guys right now, if I could interview any of those guys that are involved in the Arbery case right now, you know what they would be telling me? They're not going to show that bravado and go, yeah, I did my right and all this other stuff. They're going to go, damn, if I could take that back, I would have never gotten involved in this situation in the first place. So if we know that almost everybody involved in a similar situation comes to that reasonable conclusion, let's come to it first. What good did they serve to the rest of society? What thing did they stop that was in motion? Do you see what I'm trying to say? This wasn't stopping a body bomber. This was, and, and, and Brian, I, I'm going to say this, and, and again, I'm going to get enemies for it. They were bullies. They were bullies. They wanted their say and their way. And what do we know about that? Every time we see a situation where that's true, something spins out of control. Look how swollen I am. Something spins out of control and, and goes ugly and goes sideways. And, and you don't have that right. You, sir, do not have that right. And, and uh, for the greater good of society and community, get yourself some education and training and you won't do that. Go to your cops and say, what would you do in this situation? Let them tell you. And unless there's some untrained hick from the middle of nowhere that doesn't have some sort of uh, uh, training program, I think they're going to agree with this on this one, Brian. 
Yeah, and and uh, but the the narrative gets painted in a, in a different way. I mean, there is the of because course, of the, social media. Yeah, is and and different now than it was a long time ago. But, but that's that's what my our issue and is usually with these cases is that people do they sensationalize them or they spin take, they spin it how they want yep. it and they yep. don't stick to the facts of the case. Um, and and so so typically we're both guilty of that. We're both guilty of that. That's called confirmation bias. Right. You jade your own view because of your ego system. But listen, at least we only do it with opinion-based testimony. We don't do it to conceal what appears to be a crime. Well, that and that, that's the other thing too is that you know why um, I, I don't know even know how to how to, how to phrase this, but like so typically in a lot of these cases, whether especially if it's like a officer-involved shooting or un, what what becomes an unjustified shooting, yep. we're usually the ones going. Well, yes, legally maybe whatever that that that's whatever the ruling was but here's what happened it's a lot more complicated than yeah, you yeah. think there's a usually chemical neurotransmitters most cases we're the ones saying hey there's a lot more at play here here's what was going on in this person's head here's what they thought and this led them to believe this which seems unreasonable now but given the circumstances was very reasonable i can't find that in this case i can't find the point where they go hey it's some well you didn't see it because uh he, you know, in their situation, this was a, you know, you know what I'm saying? Normally we're the ones who can deconstruct that and, and at least explain and go, look, this, how this is likely occurred. And this is why, um, it's so, more complicated. This one, I, I just don't see it. You're, you're, you're right on. And, and here, let's go on the record. We'll be the first one, uh, folks look it up. We'll be the first ones to quote this because we quote a bunch of stuff and then it happens, but you know, there's three people watching, so they never listen. Tennessee versus Garner, Brian, what's the difference here? All of a sudden, you've got a, uh, uh, in Tennessee versus Garner, you've got an abandoned uh, building site that was being uh, stripped for copper and metal that people were taking out to do something with. And uh, a young kid uh, gets caught by two coppers at the scene. He flees, tries to jump a fence. One of the coppers shoots at a fleeing felon and accidentally hits him as he's going over the fence and kills him accidentally or intentionally. I don't care. You read the case, read into it. And that was deemed by every court in the land to be the new use of force standard. But now it seems that all these pundits have forgotten this case. And right. they're trying to say, well, you know, theoretically, if you take a look at this, it's horse shit. It's like math or it's science. I don't have to go to Japan and learn the Japanese law of math. And I don't have to go to Germany and learn the German law of gravity. This is a simple caper. And I hate to use the term cut and dried. But I will tell you this, Brian, your, your uh, uh, observation was absolutely true. The physical and psychological and social uh, events that were going on in the head of those three guys at the time uh, contributed to them continuing the pursuit and grabbing the guns and wrestling with the guy. Had it been just one guy, I think it would have been different. Uh, had dad and son not been there, I think it was different. And, and so doing, we must understand that human performance is such that when the snowball starts going downhill, it's almost impossible to stop just like rage has to run its course. So had they uh, inhibited themselves through training and education of yeah. not getting in the truck in the first place, of not going and unlocking the gun cabinet, of instead dialing 911, Mr. Arby had been alive to defend himself. These folks wouldn't be in jail right now. Uh, we would not even be discussing this situation. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and well, it ties into our, our blanket, you know, statement that we we always like to use is that the the lower your uh, your training or education or experience, the the higher uh, or the more likely you're going to you know 
escalate the level of violence, escalate the situation yep. or, or overreact to the situation because yes. this is Absolutely an extreme true. overreaction to, to what was something very small. And, but, but I see that attitude permeate in other places to people that you wouldn't think that meaning a lot of folks again, who are like, Hey, well, I have the right to do this. I have the right to do that. And, and sometimes they're, they are correct. Meaning, yeah, you have the right to own a gun or you have the right to protect your home or you have the, but but there's limitations there. Very, very clear legal limitations. So there's a and, cop right now, and Brian, you and I briefly d discussed this in passing. There's a cop right now that got fired from his job because he went on a rant. Uh, he has the absolute right, First Amendment right, to, to say his piece anytime. Your, your words are protected, folks. You've got the right to go up there. You've got the right to protest. It's called redress. Look in your constitution. You've got the right to do it. But certain rules apply. Brian, he was in the uniform of the agency that swore him in as a police officer in his marked police car when he put that stuff up there. He doesn't have that right. He has the yeah. right to say whatever he wants to do. But look, dude, you're on duty. You're getting paid by a company. And it just happens to be a police force to do something. So there are certain rules and regulations that are in place that our legal experts have put there because we voted them into uh, uh, Congress and, and into government to make those laws. They're the lawmakers for a reason. And those laws are on the books and have been, Brian, in our best interest. And guess what? If you don't like the law, Georgia, if you don't like the law, change the law. Yeah, change you the what law. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Don't put somebody in prison and don't kill a jogger. I, I, and, and I'm not bashing Georgia. We love Georgia. Spent no, I go to, there, there. that's the thing. I've spent a ton case. of time in Georgia, especially not far from where this occurred. And yeah. so it's oh, like, both of us love Georgia, but same thing. What does everyone want to do? Oh, you know, it's that it's the, you know, dumb Southerners or something. And it just, it's like, you're applying the same ignorant logic that, that, that Stop. these two people apply. They apply the same ignorant logic that killed someone. And now you're going to use that same way of thinking to go after uh, everyone in that area or that neighborhood. So, so that's the part that gets conflated. And I know, I know we, we, I, try, I, to, I totally we try to stay out of that because there's enough junk clickbait crap out there for people to read like, Oh, exactly. this is not, you know, and that's fine. We're just going to try to obviously stick to the facts of the case and what's legal, moral, ethical, and, and, and what you can scientific and scientifically exactly. what you can actually validate and prove. And, and that's, I know some, some folks are kind of like talking about that. And that that's the big idea is that, you know, it gets reported as, you know, two white men kill a black man, all this. And I'm going, well, it doesn't, none of that matters. Just look at the facts of the absent case. That, this, this, absent this that, absent that, the facts of the case stand true. Th this is my, there. yeah, there's no way, it doesn't interchange whatever color skin you want. The, the, the case is what it is. I didn't want to it, touch it. It, it yep. was absolutely wrong. And I think when you, the problem is when you do that, uh, my issue is with it, it's looking through one straw. Right, you're looking yes. through one lens, and you're going to see everything through that one lens. And, that and one now straw. you diminish, you diminish the memory you, of Mr. You, Arbery, absolutely, because he had a life and he had a family, and it, he made mistakes, it, and, and I made mistakes. And it gets to well, we're just chalk it up to this one. Let's there put you that, go. Let's put that now file it, on this one it, on the show. True, and it's that's like wait true. a minute. Exactly. Wait, wait a minute. You, there's so much more to learn here. And there's, the, there's, this is a great example of, of a number of things, but, but you're just going to, you're just going to throw it over into this category, a bunch of dumb rednecks doing stuff. It's like, come on, that's stupid. That's, like that's that. as bad. That's as bad as playing the race card, playing it, the, it is. As well as the same thing. With yep. a gun and a bit. Yeah. It's the same thing. So yeah. Fulton County, Georgia, one of our favorite places that we spent a lot of time in Fannie Willis is running for district attorney down there, Brian, and I'm her only vote from Colorado. And you know what I say about uh, voting uh, folks vote early and vote often. Uh, uh, so for your uh, officials, uh, Brian, this is, this is, 
this is going to give a whole bunch of people a black eye for a long time. And uh, it's not fair to anybody. And this is not good justice. So you know what? Come clean. I'll tell you right now, if I was the chief, uh, chief copper down there, I, I would have my PLI, uh, public information officer, rather come out and say, mea culpa, baby. This how, is many, how, many, how many units, agencies, organizations have we told, hey, you're going to want to get in front of this. Hey, you're going to want to have a clear message and you're going to want to say an this, hour, this, pay and for this. It later. And they go, well, no, we got to protect. Yeah, this isn't going to go well. And then See, how does you know, it go? It goes well. Like it, it's that, that, of course, that the being open and honest is very difficult. It blows. <laughs> it, it does. But, but guess but what? Listen, listen, it's over right then, though. Okay, it's not like this from Dr. Schmidt after, uh, uh, you know, uh, face screwing me uh, with, with all of this damage. It's over just then. Look, look, uh, somebody once uh, said, hey, I'm cheating on my old lady. I think she's on to me, this, that, and the other. Uh, what should I do? And I said, one, don't cheat on your spouse. If you don't love them anymore, go get somebody else. Tell them and walk away, okay? Yeah. I said, the second thing is if you think that that person is on to you, you owe them for all the great things they did in your kids and everything else to go up and go, mea culpa. I screwed up and they go, yeah, but I got a lot to lose. What do you mean? Yeah, but you got a lot to lose. You don't get to come up there and benefit when you've done something wrong. When you've done something wrong, you drop to your knees, you ask God for forgiveness and you walk in and you ask your, your fellow man for forgiveness, Brian. And this is that case. This is a simple case of right and wrong. They made a mistake. If they would go right now, I made a mistake. We didn't have that right. It'll be manslaughter. And guess what? They'll probably not do jail time at all. They might not be able to hunt in Georgia anymore, and it's not going to bring Mr. Arbery back, but it's a, a, a better than, uh, Brian, what they're going to face on this case, and especially when the news media gets behind him and paints him as a bunch of uh, well, racist I, uh, assholes. Yeah, and, and again, it's you. I don't – this gets into why – this is a good example, too, is like I don't care what your ideology is, right? Yes. Maybe, maybe – because totally uh, let's take it from that lens. Like maybe they were. Maybe they, they hate people – because based on the amount of melanin in their skin. Now, to me, right. that sounds ignorant and unscientific and just odd way to look at things. But hey, if that's your thing, that's fine. I care about your behavior. And, and that's why it's so clear here what their behavior was so wrong and illegal and shouldn't have been. So, so if we stick yep. to that, uh, I, I think it, it makes the issue clearer and it, it doesn't confuse it and it doesn't, yeah. doesn't make us, doesn't, uh, it, it's less likely that we're then going to paint the entire area as, oh, you're exactly. all. So, look at what so you're anybody well, on the fence. from that neighborhood is a bad person. A like, anybody oh, on what? the fence, I want you to change the time of day. Now let's put it later in the afternoon when your kids are coming home from school, not during a COVID pandemic. Um, now these guys are out there racing around your neighborhood, trying to confront this alleged burglary suspect with guns. The stakes are too high. My kids play in that neighborhood. You don't have the right. Now, uh, change it to Sunday, uh, in the middle of the afternoon when I'm on my way to church with Shelly or coming back and, uh, we are going to meet Nico and Bailey in the park to have a picnic. You don't have that right. There's a whole lot of things that you took for granted that you don't have the right to do in that situation. And right now somebody's yelling at the screen going, yeah, but Arbery didn't have the right to go to what? Uh, a building under construction and look, steal what? Look, do you see what I'm saying? It doesn't weigh, Brian. It, it, well, it that's, weigh. The, that's the thing. That, and that's why I brought it up earlier. Okay, assume all of that to be true. Let's exactly say he right. was in there casing for a, and he'd done it before, and he's and done he, it before, he done it and been convicted doesn't, of it. Like that—that's the thing. It—it it doesn't, doesn't change the math. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, you don't get to do this. You don't get to. Uh, we can't have. 
uh, people in this, which is funny because the same people who are saying, well, no, they did the right thing, uh, are the same people saying, are, are screaming, hey, we need law and order in this country. It's like, well, wait a minute. You, you don't, that doesn't so, mean taken in your own hands. So that I is, smoked for 40 years and I get lung cancer, but I sue the tobacco industry. Yeah, exactly. I, I got into a exactly. DUI and plowed into a school bus. So that bus uh, shouldn't have been there. Jack Daniel. I'm going to the, sue you and sue the school district. Sue the bar. Well, that was that was, the, logic. that was that Stop was the, oh hey that's the the bartender's in trouble now. There you go. They overserved you. Like you get the why? Because we have a long history of not taking responsibility for our actions, Brian. We're humans, so there must have been some other cause, some other reason that we acted in this manner at this time. And this is one where I'm telling you, walk up to the mic, tap the mic. Uh, is this thing on? And, and me a culpa, baby. Yeah, I but pe it. people don't want to hear that even. People want something more. That's not enough for... Oh, well, then they don't want to hire us. Side. Well, well, no, no, no. I mean, meaning even sometimes the people receiving no, no, the message... No, no, I'm with like, you. But what like, I'm trying to say yeah. is is you you said it earlier, and, and, and I'll die for those words. I'll die for the U.S. Constitution. I'll die for your right to have free speech. And when it comes to legal, moral, and ethical, look, we both took the pledge, Brian. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That we would protect our government and our U.S. Constitution and our soil against all enemies, foreign and domestic. You know, that, that this is a perfect case of it. We, we as a country should be constantly vigil for situations like this and speak out and say this is wrong. We shouldn't let it percolate since February and, and then hurt so many people. Well, that, and I know a lot of it didn't come to attention because the video hadn't been out yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so you know, once that went out, every since, since yeah, that, but I'm saying it, I'm saying then, that then it smells, it smells because in, in terms of a timeline, it kind of feels whether it's right or wrong, it feels like they didn't do much. Oh, yeah, no, they more didn't. You see what I'm trying to and say? There's, so, a lot of, there's a lot of factors for why, and, and people are going to make excuses, and then this, that, and the other thing, and they maybe try yep. to sweep it under the rug or sit, think, oh, let's not look at It'll go away. Much, we'll look the other which way. Which is absolutely insane because, well, when the video of him going into the, this house under construction came out and I, it popped up and I started watching it, I'm like, all right, at what point does he start, like, I mean, beating someone or, or like hiding Pockets a gun filled, or carrying dumping blood, like what, like what, what's going on here? This guy walked in, I go, I've done that as a, well, as a little kid, construction sites were always cool. Cause it was cool. And then as an Statute older kid, of limitations, maybe, maybe, so, maybe right. I could find stuff that Statute of limitation. All right. So I'm but, just but, saying but it's your legal a, counsel. Yeah, no, no, that, Brian, do you remember the companion case? Uh, and when I say companion case, I'm talking in similarity. Do you remember the copper makes a traffic stop? Everything was wrong with that guy in the car. The guy had warrants. The the yeah. license was suspended. The uh, plates were fictitious, all this yeah. other stuff. And the guy fled. And the copper chased him and gunned him down. The copper wrote a report saying, hey, this guy uh, fought with me. I tased him. It didn't work, all that other stuff. Subsequently, a video came out, exonerated the poor guy that's now the decedent that died for no reason. And the copper was in the trick bag. Had the copper say, I don't know what happened. It got the best of me. I just shot. Uh, uh, I didn't think he, he would be out today with his family. The guy would still be dead, but it was the truth. It was a mistake. He shouldn't have escalated. But that's, that's what we're doing here. We're sitting here now after the fact, and we're trying to recreate it in a lens that pleases more people. And my thing is, don't do that. Don't change the, the caper and change the perspective to suit your silly needs. Let's look at what the truth is. Let's look at the science. Let's compare it to the law, which we all uphold and, 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 and choose to believe in, because without the law, we're nothing. And uh, let's put these guys in jail. They need to go to jail, and that'll send a clear message 
to anybody else that that this situation got to look let me throw this in brian do you think those guys ever went to the gun range do you think they ever rehearsed on the gun do you think they ever took lessons on shooting i bet they did all of that but what de-escalation lesson did they take what time did they sit around and say if this occurred practical application if this occurs what would we do dad what are we going to do we're going to chase the guy or call 911 if you don't do that with your son and your family you're asking for trouble. Well, no, and th this goes get, gets right into the lack of education and training is what most of these situations come down to, specifically training, uh, which is obviously distinct and different, no distinct and different with, with education. And I, yep. I think that should be the larger issue. Like all of these cases shouldn't come down to, I hate how it just gets come down to, it's a racial thing. Um, this but is that's a- easy. It, it's, it's like being saying, like, yeah, super a simple route. Like you want to take the like that's that's such a. But let's oh, hold them accountable. We voted them in. Let, let's let's, vote let's them just out. let's just look through through a straw. This is how I'm going to see the world, right? And what right. it should be is a bigger discussion on okay, what do we want? Is is what, who do we want? What's handling the minimum these? level of competency for that yes. position? Totally who, agree. Who, exactly. It's what do we want as and, and even bigger than that too. But like, what do we want as what what should the police? force or police in, in our country be? What do we want? Because that engages community, uh, you know, engagement and say, hey, what do we want that to look like? How do we get there? Uh, what level of training and competency and skills uh, do we want to, should you be, you know, 30 years old before you get to go be a police officer? Should, hey, you know what I mean? I what, agree what with that. You get what I agree with that. But, and but, I say an ancillary issue to that would be, uh, what did these agencies do since February in the community? I'd had a town hall that night. I'd yes. have had a town hall the next day and every yeah. church I would have been there on Sunday yeah. saying, listen, folks, I'm not going to talk about the Arbery case because it's in progress, but I will tell you this. You do not have the right to defend yourself in this manner and this time. I, I would have laid it out for folks because, Brian, you said ignorance is is a problem and, and, and we are all ignorant on certain factors, but ignorance of the law is no defense. So So educate yourself. And if you can't educate yourself, Find out there was some damn commercial with Jay Leno on about some company uh, defending his computer. And he's sitting there. It's real hard. Jay Leno, the quadrabillionaire with all his uh, uh, cars in his museum behind him. And he says, hey, if something goes wrong with the Bentley, uh, you know, I call a Bentley expert. If something goes wrong with the, you know, the whatever the, the cars, I don't know shit about cars except they're made in Detroit. But, uh, you know, if something goes wrong, I get the transmission expert. So for my computer, I'll get the expert. Well, I would admonish everybody that's in the audience that's listening to us today. If you don't believe us, go educate yourself on the law. Talk to three different political analysts or, or legal analysts on it, and then come back and you can say you're sorry in an email. Uh, we'll take it. Brian, this is a clear-cut case where these guys exceeded the rule of law, and they didn't have the training or the judgment or the experience for the situation they got into, and therefore it escalated out of control. They, they weren't educated. Uh, they weren't trained, and therefore they used a, a greater degree of violence rather than de-escalation. And, and yeah, and that goes into, uh, I mean, there's a lot, I, I, and we always simplify it as training education, right? The, the higher your level of training education, the less likely are you, you are to You're going to get in a trick yeah. And the less exactly. likely you are to escalate a situation. Now, specifically what that training and stuff is, you know, we, we would, we would get into, um, but, but no, I, I think that that's, those are the important takeaways to me. I think so. Um, I, I, I wish that people could not paint just a picture, you know, on both sides do this, right? So if someone will say, oh, this is just a bunch of dumb racist hillbillies. Look at this is a systemic problem. They're going to say that nation. about us. 
and Brian, it, and they're going to say that about yeah, us. They're going right. to say, because you and I are white, we can't vote on this. Well, they're going to say, right. because you and I were, were military and police, yeah, no. that we don't have a vote. Yeah. And that's not the way yeah. America no, no, no. works, folks. Yeah. That's well, not the way it works. No, it's, it's because the problem is, all the same. Well, that, that gets into now people who do have an influence, people who do have a say, but have no fucking expertise or background their comments uh the greta thunberg issue who you know the, she, uh, did, did she now evenly weighted with Sean some sense? climate edge now yeah but, so so the, the climate out they're having a huge conference and she's one of the speakers so she's up there with with all these other uh experts why because of her notoriety and remember that's pop culture that's yeah. not science and for it's the not love of God, it's, you it's know? not a, it's not expertise. what is she going to talk about acne you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, her experiences with acne in Finland or wherever when she went with the boat and she got yeah. on. So, so I, I mean, so kiss my ass, Greta Thunberg, and vote for <laughs> Fanny Willis, Brian. That's that's my central. That's my central message today. Yeah, no, no, but but the, and that's that's exactly it. Is we 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 people want to play to the emotion and not stick exactly. to the facts and stick to the science. And if you're going to play to the emotion, then that's what you're going to get. Then guess what? Guess what? Guess what type of legislation you're going to get? Reap the world really emotional uh, legislation. And, yep. and then people are going to get pissed about that. And they're going to overreact to that. And this poor Mr. Arbery, like this is going to be his legacy. It's is that this is now not be. Well, the, the, this is no. We'll continue to tell the story the right way, yeah. just like we did with Amadou Diallo and, exactly. and all those people, right? We, you, if you tell the story the right way, and then their memory and the lessons learned live on. But that's every year we'll talk about it. Is 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 we're going to take away and continue talking about this the way it should be, not the way it's being discussed right now. It's just, it's just, it, it's unbelievable the comments Time, that come out distance that that are just so uninformed and that oh well i think it should have been this and i think it's like what are you coming with what case law are you are you referencing with this what previous example yep. what you know what what legal precedent are you using to base your argument on oh none this is just you made shit up like any right. any idiot can do that we got to stop but, with that but and, that's brian, brian you're so spot on I, I okay so every person with a camera is a journalist yeah every person with twitter with an account on instagram is a journalist. Shut up. Every once in a while, take a good dose of shut the F up and, and take a seat back. And you know what, folks? You're saying, so So what gives you the right to talk? Because <laughs> I'm a subject matter yeah. expert like, in this. How and, many, and so you, how many you investigations have you been a part of? Yeah, how, many, so, how, many, how many times have you been called as an expert exactly. witness? How many times and you know what we're not been, doing, though, yeah. Brian? You know what we're not doing? We're not Instagramming so bad, yo. Do you get what I'm trying to say and just... <laughs> I, I, and you know what's why Brian's laughing, folks? I have no idea what Instagram is. Uh, so, so, our so buddy, is that our how buddy, you do it? Our buddy, our buddy Walt is following along in the Facebook live stream right now, and he's just asked. He's like, "Hey, where do you get Greg on Instagram so I can tag him and stuff?" And I'm like, "Never." I don't even know ever, what it is. Ever. I don't even your, know what computer program. Your, I need. Okay, so so your closest, your the closest thing you have to social media is go ahead and hold it up because you just got it. Your, my phone. No, 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 no. Your poop emoji. This is oh the closest thing. Is that, this is the closest thing you have. Yeah, to, but I didn't even get this. Nico what? got this for me because <laughs> this, Shelly and I, uh, 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 this was one of our costumes from many years ago, so I had to dig it out, you know? No, uh, first of all, love Walt. Everybody get to his show. Uh, uh, he's got a great podcast. And thanks for you guys on, on Facebook that are screaming it's live, uh, streaming it's live. 
first of all, uh, Arcadia has a Facebook account. Never been there because I don't see <laughs> Facebook. Uh, Brian's constantly on, uh, what is it, Grinder, Tinder, uh, Instagram, all these other sites. Yeah, uh, and going. Brian keeps telling me when, when the bill's there for the, for the company credit card. And I see all these strange destinations in the Philippines and stuff. And he goes, no, no, it's all marketing, uh, it's right? Marketing. It's a uh, social media account. It's, it's guerrilla uh, marketing. I, I have no uh, idea. As so. a matter of fact, right now, uh, when he says that we're going out live, I have no idea. No idea. Yeah. So, no, no I, I think that's kind of. But it I, is I Friday. I know that much. I, I don't want to turn this into another. You know what grinds my gears? There but that's go. what. It, but that's what these de devolve into, right? You, you can only. Oh, well, that and alcohol the, for the love the, of God. Yeah. That, uh, you can only hit the facts of the case for so long. And when yeah. people want to argue these these extraneous arguments that have nothing to do with the situation that occurred, is yeah. that, that's when it muddies the waters. And, and But that what you do when you do that is you muddy the waters for everyone. So, so even for and, your own and side or project the that forward yeah. longitudinally, you muddy the waters for a good long time, six months, eight months, six years, because everybody will go back to this case. Like they, there, there's three or four cases out there. I'm not even going to say them on the air, but there's three or four cases out there that anytime something happens, everybody goes, Oh, that's just like the so-and-so case. Yeah. And then everybody harumps and slaps their table. Uh, uh, kiss our collective asses. It's not. And true. that's, that's how you get Richard Jewell you know wow wow yeah. great tie-in Marin. Yeah. that was good so i mean up oh, we got it's another one of these guys um eh, turns anytime out, you're saying that you're wrong yeah remember everyone deployed Marin. i i want to uh, let our viewers know that uh when they write a question that we answer on the air uh i hand sew these i will send you one <laughs> uh that you can use so and i got a little piece of metal well, in there for your Walt, notes. Walt wants us to um, get bobbleheads made and put them on the site to order bobbleheads. That's um, hilarious. Uh, by the way, but your bobblehead uh, would fall over because the head would be so big. Thanks, right? thanks. We had to go there. No, I'm I'm like uh, I'm like the old uh, I'm like a panda bear. I'm big all over. So I got a big round head and a big round middle section. So I'm not going to fall. I'm like a weeble. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. I'm glad to hear that Walt's listening because that that it, uh, guarantees me that there's three people on our list now, you, you, me, and Walt. So God bless you and all the folks in Texas. Walt, you got to know, we love Dallas. We were on, yeah, uh, we were on ABC, w ABC, yesterday. WFAA we uh, had us do a thing for their folks. So, so get in touch with them too. Um, all right. I, I think that's probably, you know, before it continues us ranting. I'm at about a versus, two, three now. So yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we should probably before bring this in for a landing before the, yeah, the, 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 the next margarita gets made. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, everyone, oh. listen, thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on all the social media, hit the like button, share it with your friends. If you like it, uh, if you don't like it, uh, always remember you can exercise the fact that you don't have to say anything. That's always an option de-escalation. So if you don't and like it, you and know. you can vote against us by hitting like. Yes. So appreciate it. Thanks, uh, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, don't forget weekend, to uh, check the link in the episode details when this gets published. Check out our Facebook. We've got our live uh, webinar series that we're still running for free for now. Every so Wednesday. Hop on. Um, don't forget that training changes behavior. Thanks for tuning in, folks. If you would like some more information about what we talked about today, you can head to the Left of Greg Patreon site where we've added some more information about what we discussed as well as some examples of how you can practically apply some of the lessons learned. Please remember to tell your friends about the show and follow us on Facebook at HBPRA. Thanks again and be safe.